0: Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Pod, where we discuss and debate what makes something great. I'm Ed Greer, and I'm doing this intro solo because uh, Ron is in Oregon having a good time, and I am in LA having a bad one. It's raining outside, uh, it's trash. As you can tell, I'm stuffed up. Uh, I think you know the unicron might have got me, dog. We didn't have a chance to uh, tape one for this week. We try to, you know, we don't try not to bank too many, we try to keep the energy lively so that every uh, Monday or so, you guys get a new thing from us. But this time, I think we're going to do uh, an oldie but goodie. If I didn't have the damn Unicrons, I might have put together a clip show or something. Uh, maybe we'll do one of those in the future when we're getting lazy. But this one is really great, actually. It's a really great episode uh, of us doing the voices for various comic book characters. One of the things about comic books is you cannot hear them. You know, They don't have the benefit of sound. As a matter of fact, I think that's part of the appeal of the movies. It isn't just that CGI is caught up and all this kind of jazz. The the sounds of the characters, you know, the characters, the completion of characterization that comes from being able to hear how they sound uh, happens in movies. And uh, we try to do some of that in the uh, audio forum. So um, this one is a Bill and Ron joint. Uh, with some with some egg rift sprinkles at key moments and stuff. Uh, I'm very proud of this piece of work. Um, big shouts to producer Bill and uh, Ron Swallow, my homies uh, throughout this podcasting adventure. It's us trying to explore what would your favorite comic book characters sound like?
1: That's right. Uh, today, we are going to
0: be weird as fuck. Dude, uh, Bill came up with this game. And it is very, it's very interesting to me because we, as people, perform a lot. Me yeah. and Ron, we perform a lot. But I, I, I don't know that I've ever explored this type of performing other than obviously just in conversation.
1: Yeah, this is a thing we do not do on stage uh, for the most part. Neither one of us do impressions impressions Impressions. (laughs) i'm so stoked about this so i've I've never done it professionally
2: but i've always had a soft spot for voice acting i've always felt like it's something i could do yeah and i often find myself doing voices so uh maybe this one's a little bit indulgent for me but i think that it's gonna be hilarious because all of us have definitely done voices before on the show, and we always yeah. crack ourselves up with it. Yeah. And that is the only goal of doing this episode, is yeah. to crack ourselves up.
1: It's going to be very silly. So I guess the, uh, the idea is uh, we're, we wrote down a bunch of characters. Uh, some of them are going to be impressions of real people, and then uh, some of them are going to be what we think uh, different
0: characters might sound like. Right. I'm going to use mine as a, a, a corrective measure, for different, how different characters have been either portrayed before or I just think a more thoughtful take on how they should sound. Okay, cool. And I think you should kick us off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I've been thinking about this. Um, what does the shark from Jaws sound like? <laughs> like are like you just, like just talking to his fish buddies under the sea, what does he sound like? Okay. Okay. And I'm thinking it's like. Uh, Let's hear your impression first. All right. All right. Now I put a lot of work into this. I'm I'm gonna be the f- the other fish buddy. Yeah, you be the fish buddy. I'll be the shark from Jaws. But, but you, you got to respect how much work I put into this impression. I'm okay. gonna be
1: a fish
2: lady. I'm gonna and I'm gonna set us up. Shark lady. Mm-hmm. Because in the distance, up above, the shark hears USS Indianapolis.
0: <laughs> we delivered the bomb. <laughs> The Hiroshima bomb. <laughs> okay, that, that's what's happening right now. The, yeah. that's the time that this oppression is taking place. All right, I like it. And he got these fucking barrels in my back. <laughs> Why are all these barrels in? my oh, Ow! Fuck! I'm, they're trying to drag me to the surface. I, I, I get a little snack a couple weeks ago. And now they're fucking hunting you, boy!
1: I know, I know, it's so disturbing. Every time we're out, trying to get some food, some humans
0: try to kill us. I know, this guy, I, I popped up, right? I pop up to say hi. Guy throws a bunch of blood in my fucking face. I'm like, hey! I'm just trying to say hi. He throws a bucket of blood in my fucking face.
1: Oh, blood. Why would he do that? Who are these people?
0: Uh, and then, and then, so they got, uh, bottom line, bottom line. I, I go up to say hi. They throw blood in my face. I go down. You know what? I think I'll, go, I'll knock on their door. I'll knock on their door this time. You know, just, just a couple of nice knocks on the bottom, sort of the hull of their ship. Maybe they'll hear it. They'll be in the hold, maybe singing a song, and they'll hear me knocking, and they'll come out and talk.
1: Oh yes, well they do find that aggressive. I've heard the humans when you knock up against their ship and move it around, it. I'm makes already them swimming for
0: the surface, Seymour. I'll see you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that, that's what
2: scene. I- <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> Bruce the shark, and Seymour the sea bass.
0: Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like I said, I just ask that people respect the amount of work I put into.
2: Their- I like Bruce the Shark being uh, like a neurotic New York City Jew. Is that like, is that the
0: voice you're doing? Uh, You know what? I think that's the voice of all neurotics around the world. Copy that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I I would like to know what Plastic Man might sound like. Oh, shit. Plastic Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's think about why he would sound a certain way. Well, what do you think he sounds like? I'm thinking about it.
2: (laughs) Wasn't his whole, wasn't Plastic Man's whole backstory was that he was like, a goon who got doused with chemicals and like that's what gave him his powers i mean basically i mean think about it what if plastic man eel o'brien what if what if he's got the voice of like a uh like a 1940s mook? you know what i mean like oh. plastic man hey i'm plastic man over here i <laughs> could stretch my arm i could i could become anything i want to be with my body because i got <laughs> i got doused in these chemicals plastic man is like plastic man by way of henry hill you know that's that's
1: plastic man i just feel like because he's so annoying that he would maybe have a high-pitched voice well if you've ever heard his voice on uh
2: justice league action which were those little shorts that they did for cartoon network his voice sounds
1: like this. I mean, he literally, he's got like a voice like this. That actually sounds perfect. Because I, I, would, I would put his voice in, like,
3: hey guys, how's it going? Let me tell you this weird joke while I stretch my head. I, no one ever expected me to be real tough as a goon, but I was super tough. Cause they hear this voice and they think I'm not tough, but I am tough. And now I can stretch all around you. You can't break me
0: oh it's like a nails on a chalkboard oh my God. that's how i think i it would, would be. literally find a way to disperse that guy's molecules across the universe <laughs> Just shut the fuck up i mean that's a great character trait though i mean for for real like oh, he's no, supposed no. to yeah. be that guy well and what's you know what's interesting i would i think it'd be we, we talked briefly about doing batman you know yeah uh oh. and the thing is Nobody would listen to Batman. Let's say Batman shows up. He's got his dark cape. He's, he lands in the shadows. Even Superman couldn't perceive him as being there. The whole Justice League is like, who the fuck is this guy? And he goes, hey, guys, <laughs> um, I got some ideas about, you know, it's like, that would ruin the whole thing. I think he did the voice just to make sure people would listen to him. Take that, Joker! <laughs> and the Joker like, nah, you sound like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Everybody is Skeletor? Yeah, dude, I love Skeletor's voice. Skeletor, to me, is the only perfect face-to-voice Thing ever besides maybe panthro skeletor panthro and panthro are a perfect voice to do you face. have a panthro imitation uh, I, I i just talk like my dad I guess. <laughs> 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 like if, you, if you had a recording of my dad it was a panthro was sort of like a oh we gotta it's sort of that he that register was like very gruff he yeah like, that that i think oh, and, panthro. and he was uh he was done by actually the guy who uh on the late uh ill-fated cosby show he was the, the dad of you know, oh, uh, really? of, of Bill Cosby's character he is the guy who played uh, Panthro. And there's some wonderful, if you guys want to look at it, there's some wonderful um, outtakes of the Thundercats episodes where he's just like, he's like, uh, oh, rock oh, fuck. And they'll just fuck up in the voice and they'll <laughs> say a curse word and be like, or like a He-Man and be like, oh, and you guys must learn the, ah, shit, I fucked it up. <laughs> you know, all those outtakes from voice actors are fucking hilarious. So look up He-Man outtakes and look up Thundercats uh, bloopers outtakes. You'll be You'll love those. My wife and I are constantly doing the Skeletor Meah, to Meah. each other like that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, he-man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love it because it's like it's imperious. It's educated, but it's also fey and sort of. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's got no, all it's,
2: of those things. It's so unique to Skeletor that like he could be this very menacing, like very, uh gross looking villain but then have almost the most comical voice you could imagine but it still works that's the thing it works and it's a good voice for laughs like
0: (laughs) (laughs) that that thing
2: is nice nice all right uh i'm gonna throw out there since we're going on the riff of what do comic book characters sound like i've always i've always really wanted to know what dark side sounds like Mm. And I feel like every time I've seen him portrayed, including by My- Michael Ironside in the Superman animated series, it's never quite been there, right? Like it's always just felt like a guy trying to be imposing. And so, I don't even know if I could do this. I'm going to try this. I've always felt like if you're going to speak, you'd almost have to like really warp the character in post. But it should sound something like this. It should. I, I'm, I'm going to try to just riff this uh, speech from Final Crisis. When I make a hand, it is with three billion fists. When I open my eyes, it is with seven billion eyes. Like that. Yeah,
1: that yeah. should be dark side. To me, that should be dark. Side. That was pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. I think people would get tired doing that, though. Oh no, it, it'd artist. be
2: super tough on your voice. But by the same token, like that character also shouldn't be saying a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: that—that's uh,
0: <coughs> Darkseid should not have speeches. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, totally. He, when he talks, it should be like the last thing you hear before you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I'd be down with that. There's also that great
2: that great uh, sequence from Kirby's original New Gods where they walk into the apartment and he's just chilling on the couch. <laughs>
0: and, and Darkseid on the couch is funny enough. Dude, already, it's fucking the unbelievable. The fondue pot is going and he's like, would you like cheese or whatever the
2: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amazing because like Orion, like Darkseid had captured some humans and take him to apocalypse orion like firebombs the apocalyptian jails and rescues these humans brings them back home opens the door to the apartment and Darkseid's just chilling there on the couch (laughs) and he he says he says something like your your machinations are known to me orion
1: Darkseid is free to act something like that
0: but (laughs) yeah nice
1: that's my dark side i I would think maybe he could sound like uh the dude from typo negative I don't know that reference. You don't know type on negative? What what it blood? Uh, he has a very deep voice he was in Playboy yeah, with his big old cock hanging out. <laughs> Um,
0: what the fuck? Wait, 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 what? Wait, wait, yeah. what? You guys wait, have heard typo how negative. How rock Rockstar Penises? In, you, you mean a Playgirl magazine? That's what I meant, Playgirl. That's okay. Playgirl.
1: Ron? Yeah. Playgirl, okay. not Playboy. Playgirl. Did yeah. you
0: subscribe to Playgirl magazine?
1: No, no, I saw pictures of it on the internet <laughs> when I looked it up. Like, what? This dude's dick was on the internet? I gotta see that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and he's got this really deep voice. He does... Um, the the remake that was played popularly on the uh, radio was Cinnamon Girl that was like the big one he did uh, I was like I uh, yeah I don't Cinnamon do Girl he had like a super deep voice so I think it would be it be pretty fun if he he did um of course I love to pick the most obscure people like even people <laughs> listening to this right now are like typo negative you fucking dick
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, literally no patrons know who typo yeah, negative yeah so enjoy I, uh, my impression <laughs> of him and Darkseid.
0: Hey, but that—that's the thing. When I I'd when assume I do that,
1: he would be deep like this, and be like, <laughs> "Your destruction is imminent."
0: <laughs> well, but when I do basketball references, therefore, it's documented four to five people, so, <laughs> so it's it's all good. That's awesome.
1: So, uh, Darkseid is a scary character. So he does have to sound scary. I love how your your guys are scary because it would be ridiculous if he was just like, "What if he was super normal?" Like well, his see, voice was like super normal. No, so so they got Andre Brower. Who is a phenomenal actor who I really like
2: to play him in the Superman Batman Supergirl movie that they did? Yeah, It was yeah. like an adaptation of the I Michael Turner. One. Yeah, well, <laughs> Andre Brower playing Darkseid
1: just sounded like a dude. He just sounded like a guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, your destruction is imminent. Yeah, right. Uh, I just want you to know, uh, <laughs> I for sure will be crushing you with my i beams. Uh-huh. Well, you know, uh huh. Well, some you people know, call them uh, mega
0: blasts. Well, you know, you know who surprised me? Like I, the, the fact that I even liked it was like uh, Rocket Raccoon. When I read Rocket Raccoon's voice, I don't know who I thought it sounded like, but it didn't sound like Bradley Cooper.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but even that voice—that's like Bradley Cooper doing a George Costanza impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, he, he—I
1: don't know. I really like that voice. I think he kind of nails it. No, uh, no, no. I, no. It's I think it's perfect. perfect okay, so now I got to hear I all heard. your Rocket Raccoon impressions. Um, okay, but uh, you doing Bradley Cooper's? Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah.
0: I'm like, um, look here, pretty boy, you're only a genius on Earth. <laughs> you all piece right, of shit.
2: There. There. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a good line. <laughs> Hey, buddy. <clears throat> hey, buddy, how much for the
0: arm? <laughs> I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> I'm going to get that arm. Dude, I, you know what? I also want to, f- uh, just quick sidebar. What the fuck is Rocket Raccoon's origin story? Like, he was just a, was he a raccoon chilling somewhere and got pulled apart by aliens Or was he an alien that happened to look like a raccoon that got pulled apart by other aliens? Well, you have a, and, and, and and, I don't think they make that clear. No, I think it's changed over the years. too. Though I think it used to be, he was a raccoon. Just like back in the days, they thought Wolverine was an actual wolf whose mutation was mutating into a half of a dude. And then they kind of quickly were like, well, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> and that's the beauty of, just, of comics, man. Yeah, that's, and they yeah. just kind of had him just run with wolves instead. Uh, so like, oh, speaking of which, what do you think Wolverine sounds like? Because, oh. like, dude, so many people have done Wolverine that I don't know anymore. Okay, before you we know? get into this, have you ever heard the Pride
2: of the X-Men pilot voice for from, like, the, the 80s? The, the
0: Australian motherfucker? Yes, yeah. Australian Wolverine. Dude, Australian Wolverine was hilarious. Like, oh, mate, I'm going to pop these clothes yeah. Chop you. <laughs> Chop you for real. We're going to stand here talking about it all day or we going to do it. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Maybe he could be from New Zealand instead. Like, <laughs> and just be like, it'd be ever so fantastic if I could put my claws and stab you. <laughs> I, I think he might be like,
3: oh, eh, I'm going to punch you in your face, eh, with my claws, eh? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's straight
1: Canadian. He's Canadian.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he sounded so american slash uh mid-atlantic slash just gruff for forever but yeah he's straight out of canada crazy motherfucking name logan that x-men animated series though
2: like i that that's that's almost kevin conroy batman level for me like that's just the voice that i hear when i think about how how do you do that how do you do that all right all right i gotta i gotta think about what he'd be saying and uh, talk about Morph and how he sucks. <laughs> yeah, or, or I love the bit in Honest Trailers where they, they talk about how they try really hard not to make him swear. And like the greatest one is, you egg sucking piece of gutter trash. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, Egg sucking. Listen, listen, bub. Like they just they just gave him that growl. It's almost it's almost like a Popeye voice, you know, Yeah. Wolverine, (laughs) which actually like I would think I always loved the the uh, Joss Whedon, uh, Astonishing X-Men version of Wolverine, where it's like he's not really a leader and he's not really interested in anything they're doing. He just kind of hangs around and drinks beer and then goes kill goes to kill people when they tell him to.
0: Yeah. 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 That
2: version of him that version of him i always felt like more might, might sound more like a trucker you know and, and you got to get away from like the american accent so i don't know what a canadian trucker would sound like but
1: you know <laughs> oh, be... oh why uh, canadian i can't even do it that's crazy <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so here here's uh, i had to look this up rocket was created by Mil- bill mantlow and keith giffen in 1976 uh, and the story-wise, the smallest member of the Guardians of the Galaxy splashed onto the scene on a planet called Halfworld. The planet housed the galaxies mentally ill, and in order to keep them all taken care of and somewhat happy, their pets were genetically altered to give them the intelligence of human beings along with arms and legs in order to, you know, grab things like dinner trays and TV remotes. Rocket was appointed to be the sheriff of this planet along with his trusty talking
0: walrus sidekick named Walrus. Yeah, Jesus see, Christ! I am I am quite sure that is not in any fucking way his origin at this point, which is why I asked the question because that is certainly not it. So, um, yeah, that that's awful. <laughs> that's that's some Jay Garrick level shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I was running through some hard water, and then next thing you know, I'm fast. Like, <laughs> the
2: Wizard, which was the uh, the early Marvel Comics version of the Flash, his his origin story was that he had a transfusion of mongoose blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody knows monkeys are the fastest animal
2: They're so fast So so fast
0: fast. So cold, so very cold That's hilarious I
2: didn't know if we were doing
1: Cartman or Trump there Um, Oh, oh, oh So sad Uh, Gandalf, let's do wizards We have a wizard conversation Who's your favorite wizards?
0: Um, None of them Yeah, I'm with Ed (laughs) Dude, but this, this is my thing, okay Okay, 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 okay wizards (laughs) we broke around he's still computing this. wizards okay this is the reason why i I think no this is the reason why i think wizards suck because you know what i did i judged this show called uh uh the line and what they did was they did a they did a short play fuck i wish i could remember the contributors but look for this show called the line uh at the pack theater and the last show that came on in uh late uh august and you'll be able to see the show i'm talking about they put up this play about the fucking wizarding world And how they didn't do shit to stop Hitler, even though they knew that Hitler was a guy. So you got Mm. 500, you got a fucking Roman Coliseum full of these wand-waving fucksticks, and they don't want to do shit about goddamn Hitler. And they weren't like fucking Wakanda, who were hiding from any sort of retribution. No, 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 no. These were people of immense power that all were in a big consortium that knew exactly what they could do to stop that from happening, and they did it because they suck. And they did a whole special, they did a whole like play about that and like examining that. And it was very good. But all I'm saying is uh, wizards sound like apathy. That's all I'm saying. Nah. <laughs> That's what wizards sound like to me. motherfucking apathy. Because there's a, course, distortion of people with magical powers. Like Why is there suffering? It's cool that you can't have fun. Why is there suffering if there's all these fucking magic folks, Well, uh, they... Uh, Iron Man can't repulse a ray poverty away. Because
1: I, I, they are uh, super afraid of of people are super afraid of anything magical and are superstitious. And I don't know if you noticed, but there's a, a thousand wizards and like 20 million people who will all have like guns and bombs and shit. And they would eventually just explode all the, the wizards because they would make mistakes and not be able to protect themselves. So yeah, that's why.
0: How about I do a spell where anytime you aim a gun at a wizard, you start sweating shit. Boom. Problem solved. Well, airtight. Not, they, there really no holes to poke in that whatsoever. Shitimus yep. skinicus. boom! You got shit coming out of your skin if you ever point a gun at a wizard. There you go. Okay, and they, if could, you, they could shoot a wizard from a mile
2: away. Uh, okay, but as soon as they start to, it, it'd them, have to be a ricochet shot though, because they can't point the gun at him.
0: Yeah, you don't get the motherfuckers from Wanted to kill wizards? <laughs> <laughs> they got to bend bullets around corners <laughs> to kill wizards. Okay, this is my favorite. This is this is my wizard voice. Yes, I've been alive. <laughs> For a long time. I have magical powers. Your powers are so magical. 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 (laughs) I like that. I
2: I always liked Michael Gambon from Harry Potter, the second Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good Dumbledore. He has such a, there's like such an understated way that he talks. I'm now I'm yeah. doing now I'm doing like a Liverpudlian accent, but yeah. Oh
0: yeah, well it's it's Whoa. it's edging into Obi Wan Kenobi Terry territory too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, that's, that's Hello funny. there. Yeah, all these all these accents. That's, that's
2: like... my favorite wizard right there. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I'll take it. dude. From a certain, certain point, point of view,
0: view. from a, a, a certain wizard. point
1: of view, he is a <laughs> wizard. <laughs> you shall not pass.
2: <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi doing Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> the best we could do is the best we could do with the time
0: we are given. Oh, that's yeah. excellent. That actually is nice. Better. Well, okay. So that's what I think wizards sound like. Okay. Who? Who? What else we got? Um,
1: just because I don't like you now. <laughs> uh, you you have to do an imitation of Clock King. Clock King. Yeah, oh, from Batman. Clock King from Batman the Animated Series
2: is the yeah. only voice for for Clock King.
0: Well, yeah, how, how, Temple how does... fugit. Yeah. Mayor Hill. You did you you made me late. You screwed up my schedules.
2: Yeah, he's yeah. almost a little skeletal, but uh, but more refined.
0: <laughs> yeah, hell. Well, yeah, and, and that person does sound like they're obsessed with time for some reason. It's like mm, chop chop. Am uh-huh, uh-huh. late or my crime type of, <laughs> type, type of thing? Even yeah. his sentences
1: would have like a specific amount of time that he
0: wouldn't go over. Oh yeah, like like short clip sentences like uh, like a uh, dawdling unnecessary. <laughs> no adverbs no adjectives yeah, yeah, yeah. nouns
1: and, and verbs only
0: crime waits for no one <laughs> okay well, our,
1: earlier bill suggested uh one of the, our first suggestions i think it was, is a great one which was dr oh, doom so this is the
2: thing right dr doom should have some sort of an eastern european accent yeah but the question becomes is it Germanic? Is it Russian? Is it Scandinavian? Because hmm. traditionally latveria is portrayed up there by Finland. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: you know? So so well and also we don't really know what Romani people sound like when there's no other cultural influences. Like they're not talking like Brad Pitt in fucking um um The Blue and Snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah Snatch, yeah. We're not talking about they're not talking like uh Brad Pitt and Snatch because they're not influenced by the English. Boomhowerness of being in the country.
1: I right? love the idea of Doctor Doom sounding like the, the, the chef, the Swedish chef. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Smirky birdie, read Richards. <laughs> Curse you, Reed. I learned the magic to, to defeat you. And you, with your science, is not a good enough.
0: Uh, all right, I don't like magic characters and I don't like Fantastic Four characters, but you're gonna stop doing that right now. <laughs> that is
1: disrespectful, <laughs> fucking Doctor Doom, rocks <laughs> Doctor Doom is amazing, but I also I would what, love it if he was just a, had a weird Swedish accent. One of the things that I'm loving about this too,
2: that I'm learning as I'm I'm working the mixing board while we're doing this, is every impression
1: Ron does consists of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only way I can get my voice to be uh to do a thing. <laughs> this, is, this is
0: this is me doing the dude from uh the Big Lebowski as Ron. This aggression will not stand, man. <laughs>
2: that was good. Wait, I wanna I That was wanna, exactly me. I wanna hone in on this Doctor Doom thing because I think there's there's a uh there's something to be said for putting like a Russian aristocrat behind Doctor Doom, right? But mm, if yeah. you don't you don't want him to sound too Russian because I think that's too recognizable. So you have to dial it back a little bit and maybe you add a little Swedish and then he sounds something like this. And now he's talking <laughs> a little bit, but then you have to, you have to pitch it down because he's Dr. Doom. And so curse, I, I can't, I can't get my voice in that register, but it's like, curse you, Richards, curse you, curse you, Richards. Ah, oh, that's nice. You I...
1: will be defeated.
2: Yeah, that's nice. I am your God now. I- <laughs> I must break you. <laughs> right. See, break it's you. easy. It's easy to go. Ivan Drago. It, but. Oh,
0: That's so funny. <laughs> Well, dude, and my, my, my contribution would be just, you kind of do that, that sort of, uh, uh um, fucking Dracula uh-huh. sort of sound. Oh, a
2: little Dracula. Yeah. A little,
0: just a little. And then you auto tune it because he's in a fucking metal. Dracula. <laughs> 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 that
1: was great yeah. I was going to do an imitation of that And I don't want to Because that was so, so fun
0: <laughs> Dr. Doom with one hand to his ear Like Mariah Carey hitting a high note He's like I'll be Reed Richards. <laughs> You're right though The Dr. Doom voice
2: Definitely It needs like a metallic echo to it Just right. to sell, the, to metal sell the
1: metal suit To yeah. sell the metal suit To Or the, yeah. he, could, he could do like He just sings in metal the whole time Oh well, Doctor
0: Doom you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you will die <laughs> hey, well, dude, also and, That's and, hair metal doom. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> But but on some real shit though, like uh one voice that I heard if we could cop we're doing this whole thing about voices, um I gotta say, Batflex Batman voice was literally perfect. It, it was, was perfect. It was literally perfect. It Gee. was nice. It was modulated. It was a little. It, it, it was, was great. different enough from Bruce Wayne that you might not actually guess. But th- even even the thing of him using technology to slightly differ his voice was nice there
2: there were see and this is the thing like every every Zack snyder movie has great moments mm-hmm. and they, they just never add up to a coherent story yeah. but like the moment early on in batman vs superman where like alfred is working on the the cowl and yep. then he holds the microphone up to his voice and you just hear it distort alfred's voice just goes such a long way to selling the
1: reality of like mm-hmm. oh that's what's happening Yes, yeah. you know what well, and it makes a lot of sense, because especially because Bruce Wayne is like this, you know, billion dollar playboy. Right. So a, a picture if Paris Hilton was in the Batsuit speaking in her Paris Hilton voice, you would mm. be like, oh, that's fucking Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah. You would hear her voice and be like, that's obviously Paris Hilton, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you same thing with Bruce, Bruce Wayne, if you he heard Bruce Wayne's voice coming out of the bat Suit, you'd be like. That's fucking
0: Bruce Wayne. Well, <laughs> so yeah, but all, and I, but I also loved uh, the one thing about the Nolan movies that it did get right is that just psychoticism of Batman being a whole different voice because yeah. this is a different personality. And the best part in the Dark Knight and Don't At Me, I know, it what you're is the say. best part. Fucking when Joker busts up in the crib and Bruce Wayne has to dip out and he goes and he sees some fuckers kicking it next to his bat door and he's like get the fuck out. And they're like, what the fuck? And he's already switched into Batman mode. He's in bat mode. When he says, when he talks to those last two people, that actually doesn't happen. It is. No, as a diehard Dark Knight fan, you're you're
2: confusing it because he gets accosted by one of the thugs and he just takes the dude out with, like, surgical precision, Mm -hmm. but he says nothing to those people when he goes into the bunker. I thought he said something. No, he doesn't. And it was a bat voice. No. The time he uses his bat voice in his civilian garb was when he finds the policeman, like, hogtied in the abandoned apartment over the police parade. And he goes in there and he's in street clothes because mm. it's the middle of the day. And he takes the, the tape off the one guy's face and he's like, tell me what happened here. But like, that's the only time I, you see him as Bruce Wayne. Right, doing this the is Batman the
0: goes. Mandela effect shit. Oh, yeah. I straight believe in my heart of hearts that those two coke heads were fucking near his wall. I could swore I heard him say, get out or some shit like that. No, something simple to make them leave. No, because the whole thing was. He they ask they're
2: like, oh, thank God you have a panic room. And then he closes the door behind him. And they're like,
0: oh, you motherfucker. Like, Oh, yeah. You know Wh- I mean. Which is the richest, most realistic thing Bruce Wayne does in oh, three movies as fantastic. well. Fantastic. It's just like, fuck y'all. Like, I'm safe. The whole point. Oh, there was this uh there was this show. There's this show right now on HBO called Succession. And there's a shooting in a place and all the rich people go to this room. That's super huge with billion white couches and big TVs. And and when you close the door, it's a vault going. And these lower level executives are just put in a room. (laughs) And the dudes (laughs) are like, this doesn't seem like a panic room. And then somebody bursts into the room and goes, Hey guys, what are you, are you, you guys hiding? Obviously, this is not a secure room because there's some plebeian busted in there with them and stuff. So yeah, I, I, I love panic rooms. Anyway, sorry, panic rooms se-
2: tight bar. <laughs> Segway. I've always had a soft spot for Michael Keaton's bad voice, though. Just that yeah. really harsh whisper. It's almost like he's he's so hardcore. It's like he yeah. doesn't care if you hear him. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. There's just something, like, badass about that. Who
3: are you? <laughs> I'm Batman.
1: <laughs> See? That's perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then, I want to do a traditional-ish uh, 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 imitation that I want to hear you guys do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one that's done been done a bazillion times, but I kind of want to hear your guys' version of it, and that's Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, I, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll do Nicholas Cage trying to do a voice. I'll oh my God, the, this is great. Uh, uh, here here it goes. Uh, put the bunny down. <laughs> 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 Nicholas Cage attempting a southern accent. Yeah, dude, it yeah. caught air. He's mightily him. And Keanu Reeves and, Keanu the Reeves the and Dracula <laughs> are just yes. yeoman's work and fucking up an accent. That's
1: amazing. <laughs> I fantastic. remember when I was a kid, I had to do the... Um, uh, shit, I can't remember the play, but it, it required for me to have a southern accent. Um, and the thing is, the southern accent, that only southern accent I had ever listened to, uh, was a woman's southern accent. <laughs> so I literally just did this. <laughs> you were, an, you were I a debutante? Like, yeah, I, I, that's... <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. They gave me the, they gave me the part, too. That's who fucking was amazing. this drama teacher who was like, oh God. Mr. Mulholland, I doubt you're listening to this, but I appreciate you letting me have a part. And then half the time, I didn't do the accent because I was so focused on trying to remember the goddamn lines. Um, and it was pretty hilarious. That's amazing. That is amazing.
0: Yeah. It was pretty great. Dude, you play a General Stonewall Jackson, and it's like, I do declare... <laughs> We got to call the Confederacy. <laughs> the Man, f- the you labels. shall fight.
3: You shall fight your heart out.
2: Never give up. It's basically a Lindsey Fire
3: Graham Fire when you
0: see the white of their eyes. <laughs> yeah. But don't shoot anybody white. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, dude, that shit's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, when I was in third grade... I played the wolf in a into the woods style musical, but it was Mm. holiday themed. And in this (laughs) musical, the wolf was a very successful businessman who, like, (laughs) came back to make amends with the three little pigs. Right. And so he I'm going to do this. This is I don't know why I to this day, I remember every word of it. The wolf did a rap and it was about so great him being like misunderstood. And for whatever, I, I think I auditioned for it and they just liked it. I played it with an English accent. And so it went a little something like this Superior ability, a charming personality. I wonder why they're giving me, the chorus goes, a bad rap, a bad rap, a bad rap, a bad rap. He goes, Who makes the story really cook? The hero of the storybook, but I don't get a second look. A bad rap, a bad rap. <laughs> oh, a oh, bad rap.
0: Yeah. Oh, so oh there's more, god. but that's your taste.
3: Oh my fucking god! It's <laughs>
0: amazing. Oh, but you know, you know what? The, I think the 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 lineage that you were that you experienced. Uh huh. That's Vincent Price from the Thriller video. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, so I was it channeling gets that in your brain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude. That's it's funny how, but, but also there's there's some iconic voices just because the person did it. Like if you've ever heard Wesley Snipes talk, and then you've heard how Blade talks, yeah, <laughs> it's totally different. It, he, it's his it's true. It's his bat voice. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. He's the top a bad voice. And, and as me and uh, me and Bill's favorite line of all time. colored glasses. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the world you live in is a sugar coated topping. <laughs> <laughs> that emphasis though it's like what
2: is he doing like what? nobody talks like that <laughs> so <you're coming. laughs> like, some
0: up. some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill which is like dude you know what they had like a 57 year old black dude who hung out with wesley snipes back in the days and sort of kept Wesley snipe safe that guy got a two-week rewrite gig on blade and he came up with those two like so motherfucker yeah that's 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 hot that's hot man Ice uphill yeah it's nice Uh, yeah it is dumb to
1: try to ice skate uphill that's stupid
0: yeah What, what do you got for this part about uh about you know uh Oh yeah, that, t- tell them, uh, tell them, uh, the, the world's a sugar-coated topping because the real shit's underneath. You know, freestyling. You know, it <laughs> I can just see that. Like, oh yeah, 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 sugar-coated. Yeah, like frosting. Now you gotta say sugar-coated because you know it's like layers. Oh yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, you see that conversation happening. The world you know is just a sugar-coated topping. It's like, oh yeah, oh young blood. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. Love it. What if? Uh, <laughs> let's
1: do some what ifs. Like, what if Blade? what's scottish hey <laughs> <laughs> the word you're living in is just a sugar coated topping <laughs> topping that's yeah. my that's my terrible uh, every accent I do by the way not only do I yell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I also <laughs> Do it to the most offensive, worst, <laughs> like the over, no. the most over the top that I can do. That's what I do well, with dude, an accent. You why even do an accent I if you're not going to be why. offensive?
0: Well, dude, you do the fucking Cajun accent for real. If I was Cajun, I'd beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> do what it. What do you mean? Do it. Why? This is all you. I
1: assume that's those last words I said were real words, but it's, we're Cajun, you're Cajun, so I don't know what the fuck words. you're saying.
0: It gets so Cajun that there's no words. That's so. <laughs>
2: that's so offensive. A Cajun guy going to dismount his sister and come and beat her ass.
1: Well, no. He, well, after he starts, after he finishes his whole bowl
0: of crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're boiling. <laughs> you know that, when you get some afternoon delight while they're boiling. <laughs> I, I loved all that. But you know what? Okay, okay. Here's a challenge I'll throw out. Okay. Because oh, okay, okay. there's a couple of people who never get to talk that. Uh, Like, even in cartoons, I never really hear them talk to a satisfactory degree. What do you think Kang the Conqueror sounds like? Mm. What do voices sound like in the 38th fucking century? The 500 billionth century? The this century, that century? You know what I'm saying? All the idioms, like, it, it would almost feel like He's just speaking like a version of
2: newspeak. He would definitely have an accent that is somewhat unrecognizable, which right. I think is amazing to think about,
0: too. Right. Like like partially Chinese, partial, partially all the countries that are going to really run the world in three 400 years. But I would think even the syntax of what
2: he's
1: saying should be different, which would be right. impossible to read. But hey, it's well, like, right. Coffee, it's different style of talking they would could speed up faster when they want to and then maybe sometimes they would slow down to talk their emphasis we don't know how they could do anything they want to do they could be anything they're saying how about that interesting yeah i just made that up off the top of my head guys i'm like i'm like that guy with no no formal training what's his name all of them hung the guy who had, like, an album come out on American Idol after he did She oh, Bang, She Bang oh on American Idol. Oh,
0: William Hung. William Hung, yeah. The William <laughs> Hung of voiceover actors. Yeah.
1: Oh. It's awesome, guys. There was also a
2: little bit of Max Headroom in that impression, I well, felt. Well, I, I did oh, try yeah. to add a little bit of that
1: in there because I thought that it would be fun to have him be a little bit computery. Uh-huh. Because, uh-huh. yeah. you know, he might be part AI. We don't fucking know. I always thought Kang talked like Skeletor. I don't know why. I pictured yeah. that for a second, too. yeah. Yeah, 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 just sort of a villainy. Um, um, now I wish we had a Kang the Conqueror book right now, so we could just read some lines as that. Well, but well, it's
2: like you'd have to give him like a totally different accent or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it'd it
1: almost it'd be something like that where just like the
2: the word forms are different.
1: Yeah, and he would
0: probably have a bunch of slang we don't recognize. Right, right, but see, and that's the thing. Like, oh, okay, when you look at how visit, okay, here's another one. How does the mutant leader sound from fucking uh Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight? If you, if you never heard the cartoon which oh. I really didn't watch the cartoon i I like Peter Weller who plays the older version of Batman and I watched maybe the first part of it but I really couldn't bring myself to watch the last part of it because i just I know the story I don't really care to watch your version of it happen i'd like I like the head of mine they they gave him like a fat dumb guy voice in that you know what I mean it was like uh, the mutant leader, like he's he kind of like this, right? He's like a
2: Ninja Turtles villain, right? Like, and that, super that's super weird. See, that's
0: not it. I think it's more. It's like a, my mm. man, don't you? You know that oh, yeah. that sort of yeah. shit where yeah. it's like it's like kind of this weird patois. You know what I mean? That 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 people don't understand. You know, it's like a you know. Commissioner ah, down, come to my house. Oh. You know, some weird shit like that. Oh yeah, That's, you know oh, what I mean. I'm feeling that. That, well, that to me would be better than do. Maybe we, b- should,
1: b- we d- actually have a, a Dark Knight Returns. Maybe we should see. <laughs> find, yeah, find that. Find that mutant leader fight. Like I will. I will eat his face. What is Robin? Yeah. What does Robin sound like? like?
0: Hey, I'm about to get shot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Oh shit, this is a target on my chest. <laughs>
2: I'm dead. Here's the thing about Batman voice that always got me is like, and this is what I think the problem was with Christian Bales. Ultimately is like, he still needs to actually have a conversation with commissioner Gordon in the Batman voice. Yeah. And so like in those scenes where it's just him stand, and there there weren't a ton of them in in the Nolan Batman movies, but like he would have to just stand there and talk like on a person to person level. And then it just seems silly. I mean, aside from the fact that the guy's wearing the outfit he's wearing, like to actually carry on a conversation where you're like, "So, what were you doing last night?" <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like, "I'm trying to cut out carbs, but <laughs> potatoes are beguiling." It's like, what the Jim, fuck, Jim? How was your weekend?
1: Well, it was uh, pretty good. I uh, hung out with uh, my wife and my daughter, Barbara Gordon. How's Barbara doing? She's a really nice young lady. Uh, she's been
0: taking uh, like uh, like yoga or something at night. So we haven't seen her a lot oh yeah so, uh, uh, this is my favorite. this is my favorite part of uh of the mutant leadership he goes uh he's looking up at Batman and his Batman's car is literally pointing a tank turret at him directly and mutant leader goes, I call you coward come out coward, face me I killed you I eat you heart." you know Ooh, that's like, hot shit dude i think that'd be fucking hard oh work.
1: that's hot that is hot nice nice work
0: <laughs> i identify with villains yeah, monsters. yeah
1: so we should all do our serious batman okay yeah let's do a serious version of batman not not the i'm batman
0: yeah, well that's mine so yeah. don't be jack and mine all right <laughs> that's your serious version of batman <laughs> i like it oh, no I, I think i think batman unfortunately sounds a lot like my mutant leader so i'll abstain what are you doing what's your i love that register just like the but just the mutant leader i love the patois with batman you never know how much education to give him in regards to how he sounds he has yeah. to sound super smart but if he sounds at, at all effete you're messing up yeah you know what i mean he needs to be able to communicate with the lowest members of society in a way that they understand but not demean are you gonna do the battlefield
2: one no, I'm trying to find uh, the soliloquy when he first, you know, the the he wanted the pearls like when he's f- like right before he becomes Batman again. There's it's mm. mostly in captions, but I just oh, think yeah. it's it's I get chills every time I read it. So I'm
1: like if we're going to do this, we'll oh, do it. that's great. Batman. Yeah, we brought we brought in some comic books to uh possibly just well, read just, his voices. We have well, one also, of them.
0: Also, just in the meantime while yeah. he's researching what he thinks is Batman sound like. What do you think Nightwing sounds like? Oh, you know? That's interesting cuz
1: what's his What's his background as a kid? Do we really know? I mean, he's in circus the whole time.
0: Right. He may have like... What if he sounds like he's from like Toledo or something? Like he has like <laughs> a, a real specific Midwestern accent or something? Just like kind of hickey? Yeah, but but then he spent so much time being refined. What if it's like a... Like really? Uh, hey, uh Dick Grayson. Hey. No, that sucks. I like that. That was good. <laughs> that was terrible. I <laughs> am Dick... To be able to call yourself Dick in 2019... You gotta be a straight I'd pin. love if he had a Southern, like a super deep, uh, tick <laughs> accent.
1: <laughs> hey, Bam man, don't be, don't be so mean,
3: man. My parents just fell off. Uh, <laughs> <Goddamn>. <laughs> I got them. I Fella, because I got two face. Fucked up the rigs. <laughs> and now I gotta go in there and I gotta kick this guy's ass. <laughs> but all I can do is flip the flips. Cause I'm gonna learn how to do flips, you know?
2: Hick Nightwing for the win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> b- b- boom Nightwing. Boom. Oh my god. I got flips. And you know, in
3: order to beat this guy, I gotta learn detective skills. So you gotta be teaching me how to do the detecting.
0: <laughs> A perfect run.
3: You can call me
1: Dick. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm
0: fucking crying. Oh <laughs> my
2: I don't. I don't really want to follow that with the Batman
0: voice. Fuck <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna do my serious Batman.
3: <gasps> Fuck.
1: You don't know what you got yourself into here. I'm Batman. Batman, what a bat <laughs> oh, uh. Damn,
3: Batman. What- <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Why you putting me in this red shirt? <laughs> Everybody can fucking see. <laughs> uh, you have to earn the
2: night. <laughs> that was a good Batman right
3: there.
2: <laughs> All right. Oh, are we doing this now? Yeah, yeah. Do oh, well, it, do shit. It, Bill. This is such a what a whiplash in tone as I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. read this like super legit passage from oh, the Dark Knight. No. no,
0: that's wonderful.
2: I don't really. I, I I've never actually thought about my Batman voice, so I'm just gonna try to like find it. So, like to Ed's point, it is it is almost like a transatlantic accent, right? So he's always he's a, he's a little bit upper crust. He's you know he's got a little bit of something to his voice. Got to sound a little bit East Coast, but then he's gonna dial it back because he's been all over the world, and and then. We're going to, I'm obviously going to get low. I'm going to overthink my Batman voice. So. <laughs> that's, <to>. that's perfect. <laughs> then something shuffles out of sight. Something sucks the stale air and hisses gliding with ancient grace, unwilling to retreat as his brothers did eyes gleaming, untouched by love or joy or sorrow breath hot with the taste of fallen foes, the stench of dead things, damned
1: things. Yeah, wow, that was fun. Nice. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I got a little nice. goose pimples there. <laughs>
0: oh, and and one thing I will say is, um, I I would love to, uh, I I would love to recast certain voice, certain classic voices that we hear a lot. I think okay. I, I think I would love for, um, I don't know. I I think I know where I was going with that riff. Uh, there was going to be a thing about the thing or something. You just yeah. cut that out. I want you want to do the thing. Do the thing. Yeah. yeah. But no. But that's the thing. I don't know how like well let's I, talk about it well i i have been uh i don't want to say uh it's been noted that i do a, a variety of east coast liberal elite voices yeah. or East Coast yes. <laughs> uh, uh. East Coast liberal elite voices or East Coast uh proletariat voices yeah. of, of different demographics from, yeah, from yeah. Jewish to Italian to whatever. That yeah. seems to be my my oeuvre or just when New York in general. Shows. Yeah, yeah. But New York has been shaped by by all types of people. But the thing's so, perfect for that. But He's yeah but, in New York. But, but the thing but also I don't know but He also see one of the best Jewish uh heroes. He yeah. is a flagship Jewish hero. Yeah. So how it's kind of, what's the line of cultural sensitivity to be like, you know what I mean? Like, where, where does it go? Like, cause I But think, he's also, but he's also like a
1: street tough, right? Like, I mean, exactly. He, he's he got like sound. Meyer Lansky, like how yeah. you would think
0: Meyer Lansky would sound. like now, a if tough you could combine guy. that
1: with the rock guy from the never ending story. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I, don't, the, I don't, I don't, I, have well, there's, a,
0: there's a rock mountain. There's a mountain made of rocks and it, it talks. talks a certain way. Okay, it sort of okay. has a gravelly <laughs> voice. Um, because he's fucking rocks. Yeah. So like I think it'd be like uh, Ah fuck I can't ah, all my New York accents are so horrible. I feel like Aunt a Petunia. person from nah. Boston. Aunt Petunia. Yeah, yeah, that that thing. You know?
1: Stop with the science and then get over here and help me.
0: I like that. That's nice. Yeah, I, I, like I love that. that. And I think a lot of people do something similar to that, but I think that had a nice undertone. There's a yeah, you gotta you gotta have an undercurrent of sadness
2: in your thing voice, right? Like yeah, the I, thing you know he's big and boisterous and bombastic and you know he uses the new york slang but he's he's ultimately a sensitive guy you know it's yeah it, yeah you got to get some of that in there
1: it's clubberin'
0: time <laughs> damn ron you should be the fucking thing because that was fantastic Thank
2: our it. next patreon is going to be you the patrons tell us which of these voices they liked best and then we write a script with all those voices I and then it. we perform it for oh the patreon. my god yeah Dude. i love it because uh, ron's thing to... i think wins oh
0: yeah ron's yeah. thing wins <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 it does.
1: Thing wins? yeah it does
0: it's uh, dangling but yeah well so and this is this was an interesting experiment in like how to uh how to conceptualize these characters because we hear them in our heads yeah. when we're reading, but what exactly are you hearing? Oh, yeah. And sometimes you're not hearing anything. You know, sometimes I read characters and I, I realize I haven't heard anything. I have no idea what Cassandra Kane from Batgirl sounds like because most of her stuff is inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she does talk, it's sort this halting tone. I don't know what Black Lightning sounds like. He sounds like a teacher who is also, you know, like a, a street level hero. You know what I'm saying? Who has to talk the talk of the people but still is an educated person. How exactly does he modulate that? You know what I mean? There's so many different characters when you really think about, it. like, how do they talk? Where do, Mar- Martian Manhunter. Yeah. It, does he mm. have some weird fucked up, like, gleep glop sound to his the way he talks? You know what I'm saying? I thought,
2: I thought the voice... Acting in Justice League, the cartoon, yeah. was so on point for Martian oh, and, that, and that's
0: Carl yeah. Lumley, yeah, uh, who is a brilliant voice actor. Yeah, and he know he knows exactly like a there's there's a there's a field where he plays he what he played a character called Mentis way back in the days a Black. Sparrow oh, I remember that was, him. Yeah, yeah the, for a Fox show that was uh, quickly canceled, but he's a he's a great voice.
2: Well, if I can, can I end with uh, two in particular? Sure. because to me, they're both. In a weird way, like their their voices are some of the most iconic in comics. And I think in their adaptation, they were horrifically mangled. Mm. And I'm talking about mm. Rorschach and Dr. Manhattan. Oh, naive. Watchmen. Okay. Nice. I I did not care for either portrayal in that movie. I thought that both missed the like the most essential elements of those characters. Okay. Mm. And when I say that, I mean that Rorschach as portrayed by Jackie Earl Haley was like this barely contained ball of rage, which to me, and we could do a whole other episode about Watchmen, but we should do that. But brass tacks here that misses the point. Mm. Rorschach does not have anger. Rorschach had anger back before that incident with the dog. And after that, he, he breaks And I think that the Rorschach that you see through most of Watchmen should have the flattest affect imaginable Mm -hmm. because he no longer has access to his own
1: emotions. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about how nobody ever understands Rorschach in the first place. Like a lot of people are like super fans of Rorschach as a hero. And you're like, we got to see. Yeah, we got to save that for another episode. But but basically, so like first page of Watchmen,
2: right? Jackie, here's my Jackie Earl Haley impression. Dog carcass in alley this morning. Tire tread on burst stomach. This city is afraid of me. I have seen its true face. That's how we played it. Yeah, Yeah, basically. I always thought, especially because he's like this nerdy, dweeby little guy, Rorschach should sound something more like this. Dog carcass in alley this morning. Tire tread on burst stomach. This city is afraid of me. I have seen its true face
0: nice that's infinitely scarier yeah that's
2: horrifying because you don't know what the hell's going on in that guy's head right you're like and that's and to me that's what would make that last moment when dr manhattan is about to fry him and he rips his mask off and he's crying and he's screaming that's like the only time in the entire piece that you see emotion from this guy right right And so that's when he becomes the jackie earl Haley version but for the rest of the thing it should just be hello dan
0: Nice to see you again. Well, how, how do you think he should play that, oh. that moment where he throws the chicken fat on that guy, though? When he says, uh, you're knocked in here with me.
2: Yeah, that's how a good. He, but yeah. see, I think that that should be a, a, a peak at the mask slipping the same. Like, yeah, it's, it should be a should peak be, at the end. That should
0: be a fucking four. And that when he, when he dies by Dr. Manhattan's hand, that should be a 10. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. I see that.
2: That's my, that's my thought. I don't know
0: how you guys feel. Oh no. I, yeah. I absolutely I agree that. with that because, because he's a psychopath. Well, because, but also because he, 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 you're right that he doesn't have access to his emotions or he is very strongly attempting to lock them away. So it's either, it's almost like the Vulcan thing, right? It isn't that Vulcans don't have emotions, it's that they feel them so virulently that they have adopted a whole societal thing to keep them at bay. Their emotions. If run amok, the the Vulcans would fucking be the most emotional teenage motherfuckers in the galaxy. You know what I mean? But because they've adopted this lifestyle of tamping it down, it seems like they don't have emotions, but it's just because they have some, they're running so deep that they have to corral them every second of every day. Yeah. That to me is Rorschach. He's, he's, he does have these wild emotions, but they're corralled in this monastic system that he's built up for himself, like this monk-like existence. Yeah, walking y- around being dirty. <laughs> yes, I, I think that's true, but I also think that it's
2: it's almost like more psychologically scarring. It's like like a like psychological break. Yeah, like he's he's he is in his own words, like he has seen the true face of the world and. He, you know, he is the most like the comedian out of any of those characters because mm-hmm. they've come to the same conclusion. They just have, you know, different methods of dealing with it.
0: And also one one thing that's interesting to me about this particular character is it's emblematic of how when you write a character a certain way. Yes, you might not hear a specific voice in your head because we're all different. We all have different influences. Yeah. But one thing, his syntax is so odd. Yeah, Me and my friends were able, since a young age, to do Rorschach oppressions. Like uh, I, I uh, one of my old buddies, Derek, he was like, uh, uh, I think he was eating some beans one day. And he had obviously heated them up. And I was like, mmm, uh, beans. Like, <laughs> you, 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 you can heat those up. Mm, fine like this. Schlorp. Yeah, <laughs> and we used to do that all the time. We would yeah. eat some food, and be like, "Fine, like this."
2: You know what I mean? It was just just this easy. That's, no, that's the thing. It's like you almost you almost just you cut out all the like we were talking about earlier with uh, Kang. It's like you cut out all the unnecessary words.
0: And yeah, that's, yeah, there's uh, wor- yeah. There's clock, clock dude or whatever. And oh yeah, like, yeah. No time. Clock King has no time to bleed. (laughs) It's played by Jesse Ventura. All
2: right. So now Dr. Manhattan, I feel like, is the opposite, where Billy Crudup almost played him in this exact way I'm talking about Rorschach, right? Where he's like this very subdued, almost effeminate, like it's very, everything is just so quiet Mm -hmm. and this and that. And to me, I've always felt like Dr. Manhattan is a guy who gets high on his own supply, like Doctor mm. Manhattan feels his own godhood in a way that is like both explicit and true, and so to me, because he is portrayed as being like the perfect man, as being like someone so far above humans, I think it's weird to play him so vulnerably human, mm. which is what Credup did. And so again, the most famous Doctor Manhattan speech, um, when when Silk Spectre realizes, uh, but if my birth if that's a thermodynamic miracle i mean you could say that about anybody in the world and so billy crodup w- would would do it yes anybody in the world but the world is so full of people so crowded with their miracles that they become commonplace and we forget i forget and again to me it's just it, it like takes such so much of the drama out of the mm. fact that this guy talks like again just like an ethereal person so I think you got to dial that back in I think it's yes anybody in the world I, I I'm not gonna do this justice but I'm gonna try it but the world is so full of people so crowded with these miracles that they become commonplace and we forget I forget we gaze continuously at the world and it grows dull in our perceptions yet seen from another's vantage point as if new it may still take the breath away. I just think you got to yeah. give him that gravitas. That's awesome. Well,
0: no, no. I, I like
1: that because and I like how you d- enunciated the words too. Right. Cause I, yeah, he right. would enunciate. Yeah. He
2: wouldn't slur. He like wouldn't like that. just, he wouldn't just kind of like stumble his way through talking. Like, oh, I'm, I'm Dr. Manhattan. It would be like, I am Dr. Manhattan. It's almost James yeah. Earl Jones, right? Well, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's James Earl Jones, but it's also this thing of like language as a means to an end If you can perfect – and there is a perfect way to speak English. Yeah. All This conception that there's all these different uh, valid ways to warp English, I agree with that as well. I speak in a certain patois. I'll use a high-level word, and I'll throw a motherfucker in there. That's a nice (laughs) little verbal trick I be doing. Patois, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh -uh. Uh, Erudition, bitch. (laughs) 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 It's it's a a valuable uh, resource. But you're right. Language would be – much the way that he sees us as a string of atoms put together in a in a, in a perfect sequence, yes. that is what a sentence would be to him. Yes. So that is why he would be—I uh, used to know this kid who said, uh, uh, you know, things are very important. <laughs> important. Uh-huh. He, was, he was that guy. You know what I mean? Imperceptibly uh, is how he talked. Yeah. And there'd be some of that flavor in him because he's basically translating these super level thoughts down to a level we can appreciate in a perfect Sequence. That's, That's what the, he would consider talking.
2: He would to never be. misspeak. He would never miss a syllable. Like mm-hmm. it would be,
1: it would just be pure. No right? us, no ums. Right. Kind of be so good at stand up.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, he'd be sick. This is, well, but I, I think he might have a problem with delivery. Connecting. Yeah, because he'd be like, uh, Have you ever been 15 different selves pleasuring your wife? <laughs> And she freaks the fuck out.
3: You know, like when, <laughs> what?
0: Relatable no. material. It's like, uh, I've I seen the moons of Orion. <laughs> Does Orion have moons anyway? <laughs> the rings of Orion? Yeah, know. whatever. I'm no, gonna just again.
2: I'm gonna read this because I just think it's the greatest and this will be my last contribution. Come, dry your eyes. For you are life rarer than a quark and unpredictable beyond the dreams of Heisenberg, the clay in which the forces that shape all things leave their fingerprints most clearly.
1: Dry your eyes, and let's go home.